The presence of the Lord is here. The presence of the Lord is here. I feel it in the atmosphere. The presence of the Lord is here. Oh my, the presence of the Lord is here. Fountain Gate Chapel presents Wind of Love with Eastwood Anaba. Wind of Love will usher you into the full liberty of the presence of God. Wind of Love comes your way from Monday to Saturday, 11.30 to 12 noon. Eastwood Anaba is a pastor, a teacher, an author, a conference speaker, and an anointed minister of the Word of God. The teaching ministry of Eastwood Anaba combines intense spirituality and sound teaching of the Word of God. Join us on Wind of Love here on Sunny 88.7 FM. Today I'm just speaking on the explosion of joy and, and I'm very excited about today's topic because the discouragement and depression that has covered the people of the world is a lot in our time. And in the days of the people of Israel, before the Jubilee, the people were covered with discouragement and de- depression. You can imagine that for 49 years you are owing a debt you can't pay. For 49 years, you are a slave in somebody's house. For 49 years, you are in captivity somewhere. And you don't know when this captivity is going to end. And you don't know what is going to happen in your life. And um, the, the activities of the Jubilee, namely the forgiving of debts, the freeing of slaves, returning of people to their properties and to their families, and the experiencing of God's mercy. All these things, when they came in the Jubilee, they just saturated the atmosphere with the explosion of joy. Joy means gladness. It means rejoicing. I know that for many people, they understand what pain is. They understand what crying is. But many people don't value rejoicing. They don't value rejoicing. Though they value pain, they value sadness, they value crying when they see rejoicing they don't value it as a gift but rejoicing is such a huge huge blessing from god almighty and god actually wants us to rejoice so when the messiah came into the world the bible said he came to preach the gospel to the poor he came to preach deliverance to the captives he came to recover sight to the blind to set at liberty them that are bruised to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And all these things he came to do was to precipitate joy in people's hearts. So the Messiah's mission gives those who mourn in Zion beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. And I want to say emphatically that joy is the promise of God. Joy is the promise of God. Among the many things that God has promised you. One thing he has certainly promised you is joy. I want you to lift up your hand and I want you to say, joy is God's promise for me. Come on, shout it. Joy is God's promise for me. So joy is a promise. God wants you to rejoice. He wants you to have joy. Every sad day of your life, breaks the heart of god the bible said in the book of isaiah chapter 61 the verse number three 
to appoint unto them that morning Zion. So Jesus came to appoint unto them that morning Zion to give unto them beautiful ashes. I'm praying in your life that all the ashes in your life may God turn them to beauty. He came to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness that they might be called the trees of righteousness and the planting of the Lord that he might be glorified. This is God's promise for your life. That any ashes you have in life, God wants to turn them to beauty. And that is because ashes come from a difficult life, a painful life. When your life is oppressed and the devil brings wreckage into your life, he turns that life into ashes. And when Jesus comes into your life, he comes to give you beauty for ashes. He comes to give you the oil of joy for mourning. And the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. The psalmist confirms the fact that joy is a promise of God for you. He said, weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. The Bible said in Psalm 30 and the verse number 5, that for his anger endureth but a moment. The anger of God endureth for a moment. You know, there are times God actually allows the things that come to punish us. Huh? Sometimes you are careless with your money and God allows you to enter indebtedness. Sometimes you are careless with your words and God allows you to be punished. Sometimes you are careless with your moral life and God allows you to go through punishment like King David. Sometimes you are careless with your money you, you, you are and then God gives you some kind of punishment. Or you are careless with an offering like Cain and like Ananias and Sapphira and God allows something to hit you. That is out of his anger. But what the Bible is saying is that his anger endured but a moment. That means every anger of God has got expiry date. I want to announce to somebody today that God's anger against you has expired. I, I want to announce to you that after today, God is no longer angry with you. Because sometimes the reason sorrow persists, the reason why sorrow and pain and condemnation persists is because the devil manages to convince you that you have done something against God. So God has allowed some things to come into your life to, to persecute you. And sometimes it's true. There are times this is really true that you really did things against God and you broke a hedge and the enemy entered and God allowed the enemy to enter to punish you. But I want to tell you, there is no anger of God against his own children or his own child, which is eternal. Every anger of God against his child is to allow that child room to repent. And then when the anger lasts, for the time that it will serve its purpose, God withdraws it. So I have glad news for somebody. I have good news for somebody today. That whatever God allowed in your life, that gave you pain, that made you cry, that made you mourn, the Lord has forgiven you. The Lord has taken it away. His anger endured but a moment. So the anger of God against you has expired. That means after today, you have no right to be walking about with condemnation anymore. The Bible said in his favor 
is life so receive life in the name of jesus it is the favor of god you did the wrong thing yes but you are receiving favor now you didn't do the right thing yes but you are receiving favor the favor of god is saying now your sins are cancelled your dis your sins are cancelled your disobedience is forgiven god is saying now whatever you did by way of carelessness by way of ignoring some things by way of taking some things for granted for granted i have forgiven you my anger is removed my favor now has come and you should receive life in the time of my favor in his favor is like then he said weeping may endure for a night but joy cometh in the morning so the anger of god has got expiry date and your weeping also has got expiry date we have security men in this church there is the night security and there is the day security when the night security do their work in the morning when the day security come the night security go back home that when the daytime security come the night security must go home the bible is saying weeping is like the night security it comes in the night but in the morning joy comes in the morning listen it is illegal for you to cry in the night and in the morning the night is when you are going through pain when you are going through challenges when you are going through affliction but everything you go through in the night in the morning as soon as you see the light god is saying that thing you experience in the night is over i came also to announce to somebody right now that the night of your life is over there is some pain you will never see again some disgrace you will never see again some failure you will never see again some frustration you have seen for the last time you saw it yesterday and that is the end you will never see it again he said weeping may endure for a night but joy cometh in the morning what time is it in your life the time in your life is not the night the time in your life is the afternoon it is the morning it is the time of the daylight he said weeping may endure for a night but joy cometh in the morning now people the, the thing we call joy the challenge about the thing we, we call joy is that many of us don't understand that joy is not just something you keep in your heart but joy is something you practice and i want to look at the practice of joy um if you say you have joy you have to practice it you have to practice it believers are supposed to serve the lord with gladness but not with a morose disposition there are many be believers when you see them they look so sad they look so morose they look so depressed that you never want to go near god I i'm believing god that god will raise a believer today whose believing life will be so infectious that everybody would like to believe in god and become godly because your life of rejoicing your your joy is exploding don't keep the lord the joy of the lord in your heart the real joy of the lord if you have it people will know it if you are joyful in god people will see it and we want to be talking about the practice 
I talked about the promise of joy, that God is promising you joy. Now let us look at the practice of joy that when I'm joyful, how do I practice it? Psalm 100, the verse number one. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Verse number three and four. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Verse number four. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his cause with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his holy name. When the joy of God comes into your heart, that joy must explode. And the first thing about the explosion of the joy of the Lord is a sound. Everybody, wherever you are sitting, come on, say sound. He said, make a joyful noise unto the Lord all ye learn. Make a joyful noise. A joyful noise is a sound. It is a powerful noise. And the Bible said, make a joyful noise. That means that noise is not automatic. Somebody must make the sound. Somebody must make the noise. Today I was just walking home and I was thinking, what parts of my body can make the sound? Number one, my mouth. With my mouth, I can shout. Number two is my hands. With my hands, I can clap my hands. And number three is my feet. I can stamp the ground. So these are the three ways in which you make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Your mouth, your hands, your feet. Somebody has to get used. To making a joyful noise unto the Lord. When you go among some cultures, especially in the African culture, even the way you move your feet when you are dancing, a chief before whom you are dancing can tell the meaning of what you are dancing. And they can look at the movement of your hands and they can tell the meaning of what you are dancing. And God is saying, make a joyful noise. It means it is your duty to make a joyful noise God will not make a joyful noise for you God will not open your mouth and shout you have to be the one to shout you have to be the one to sing you have to be the one to stamp your feet so you see people are dancing and they are stamping their feet and you go into some kind of dancing and there are places where they intentionally put some metallic things under their shoes so that when they are dancing, the shoes can make a particular noise. And there is this thing they call the tap dance. How many of you have heard of the tap dance before? They use the, the feet and they do some kind of so the tapping of the foot on the floor to be able to do the dancing. You know, may, may your mouth may your hands may your feet unite in praising the lord now you know when i was thinking about all this thing about praising god and making a, a noise and a shout i started thinking i said god the church was almost stopping their praise in many churches the explosion of the joy was missing in many of our churches. The sound was not there. 
The clapping of hands was missing. The shout was missing. The stamping of the feet was missing. Clapping of the hands was missing. So there was a time in our churches when the people, when the prayer warriors remembered that even praying was becoming difficult for us. They used to say, clap your hands and pray. When it came to praising God, they had to say, open your mouth and sing as if we could sing from our ears. We forgot that we had to open our mouths and sing and some leaders have to be reminding us open your mouth and sing prayer warriors have to remind us open your mouth and praise god but there are only three ways you can make the sound number one your mouth number two your hands number three your feet so everybody come on shout and clap your hands and stamp your feet wherever you are shout and clap your hands and stamp your feet all the three at the same time you shout you clap your hands you stamp your feet at the same time and what we are saying is our praise is back our worship is back the shout is back the clapping is back the stamping our feet is back now somebody told me brother um, when are you going to travel and preach i said where where in the world must i travel to go and preach i have told myself the only time i want to travel and go and preach is when i will enter a church when i have visited and i'm not seeing nose mask I don't want to travel to go and meet face mask. I can endure it in Bogatanga where I have not traveled. But to travel by road, sit in a plane, to go and meet ninjas with their noses and their mouths covered. Ow! Listen to me. I believe with all my heart that when the devil used a virus to get us to a place, where we will cover our mouth and nose the devil's main agenda is to take the praise of god from the earth make a joyful noise all ye lands but you see how can we make a joyful noise when our mouths are covered and our noses are covered listen to the scripture and let everything that has breath praise the lord how can you have breath when they are saying if you breathe in you may get a virus how can i praise god without singing how can mumu praise god one day they told jesus they said stop these women from singing he said if i stop the women the stones will shout that means god does not permit existence without shouting he does not permit existence without shouting and without screaming and without praising God. Listen, that is why even the trees, even the trees which can think, once in a while, God passes a wind through them so that they too can clap their hands, so that they too can shout, so that they too can stamp their feet. Oh boy, 
go and stand by the oceans go and stand by the ocean and watch the sea waves that means even the sea and the waters God has not allowed them to be quiet and the psalmist will say let even the mountains and the hills sing out his praise so when you go to the mountains once in a while one notorious stone will break from somewhere and crash on the ground it means let somebody scream wherever you are and just say hallelujah praise the name of the lord our god praise the lord Let everything that has breath praise the Lord, rejoice in the Lord, and again I say, rejoice. Listen to me. When the Bible said, The joy of the Lord is my strength, what the Bible is saying is that if you are sick, start singing, if you are depressed, start singing. If you cannot sing the song, make a noise just shout scream something say something even hey can release you from bondage even hey 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 can release you from bondage come on scream hey. a sound a sound i said to myself I will not travel outside Borga to go and preach in a church where everybody's nose is covered. No, as of Borgatanga, I move only about two miles to come and see covered nose. That one, I can afford it. The petrol is not expensive. And I'm not sit, sleeping in a hotel. But oh grace, to travel all the way to London, pay road fare, plane fare, sleep in hotel they pay money and i go to the church and everybody has covered his nose and they say again i cannot lay hands then why did i go that means mr corona we are fed up with you leave the earth and allow god's people to praise the lord and have their liberty my bible said where the spirit of the lord is there is liberty and we rebuke the coronavirus we command it to leave the earth let it leave all the lands so that we can make a joyful noise all ye lands and praise the name of jehovah come and scream like your voice is yours and praise Why would I travel to go and meet people who can praise the Lord? Oh, Brother Iswood, you know, we can praise the Lord with the nose mask on. Even when you had no, you had no nose mask, you were not praised. Even before the nose mask, without the nose mask, the people of God were complaining so much, they were so dull, so, so dry. That is why they brought in clap your hands and pray because people were not even praying and until you told them to clap their hands they will not even open their mouth 
they will not even open their mouth. So before the corona, we were not. Now you are telling me with your mouth covered, you can shout. Your hands, your feet, your mouth. Oh, when I look at this mouth, it is the major, major, major way of expressing your joy. When somebody gives you something, you say thank you. When somebody gives you something, you smile. When you want to tell somebody I love you, you smile. Now listen, how many of these can you do with face mask? In Israel, when somebody died, they covered the mouth and the nose. And if you were a leper, they covered your mouth and your nose because they are saying the leper is as good as a dead person. Yeah. Covering your nose and your mouth is a very major embarrassment to humankind. And that's where the devil has brought us. God did not create the human being to cover face, cover mouth, and cover nose. These days I come to church, I can't even recognize some of the people. Mouth and nose, bound and covered. One, one of these days, Jesus is going to shout, Lazarus, come forth. And when we say we are here, he said, lose them and let them go. Come on, scream like your voice is yours. And praise Almighty God. Come on, shout like you have a voice somewhere in your house, somewhere in the building. Come on, scream it. Joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Verse number two. Madakaboshia. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. The first one is a sound. That sound is not necessarily singing, it is any sound you can make clapping your hands hey, any kind of noise your feet any kind of noise it's a sound that is why once in a while when the earth is even too quiet for a long time it gives us something called earthquake or earth tremor oh as I say then trouble will come then human beings are balancing. Or say, Monsaka cry. Monsaka cry. I die, I yes, see. Or say, I die, you cry, Omon Tansa. And to be Uncroft, or die, Palogo. Then the chest in your room, Ajetezoa. Then your refrigerator goes, you call it air drum, air tremor. They say, no, this is air disco. We are all dancing. This is air church. We are all dancing to the praise of God. And chairs are dancing. And, and spoons are dancing. And television is dancing. Somebody make a joyful noise unto the Lord. All ye lads, come on. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Singing 
The singing is the melody. It is the tunes. It is the notes. When you say melody, you are talking about putting together a series of notes, strings, and tunes that give you musical satisfaction. That is a tune. When you are making melody, it's tunes, notes that are joined together to give you musical satisfaction. So singing. And when he says the joy of the Lord is my strength, I tell you people, no matter how depressed you are, when you start singing, you see your energy is coming back. When you start singing. Ladies and gentlemen, those of you who don't sing, you are missing a very major aspect of your spiritual life. Those of you who don't sing. No, those of you who don't sing. And when they ask you, say, I don't like singing. I don't like singing. No, you must like singing. Because singing is a very, is a major aspect of your life. So he said, make a joyful noise, all ye lambs. And he said, serve the Lord with gladness and come before his presence with singing. Thank you for listening to Wind of Love with Eastwood Annabelle. For prayer and counseling, please call Eastwood Annabelle Ministries on 0302-734-157 and Fountain Gate Chapel Empowerment Pastures on 0302-912-752 or visit www.eastwoodannabelle.com until Eastwood Annabelle comes your way same time tomorrow. Stay blessed with lots of love.